Praise the Lord. It's so good to be back home this morning, to be in the house of the Lord. You love the Lord this morning? Praise God. It is an honor to be here with you, so many of you that have been lifelong friends, and we want you to know how much we love you. I was telling Rhonda, we've been a lot of places, but I don't know if we've been any loved any more than we were when we were here, and some of you still keep in touch with us, and we love you and appreciate you. And I am so thrilled to be here with Pastor Travis Gore. I don't know if you know how blessed you are, but he is one sharp, anointed man of God. And you better be good to him because I know a lot of folks love to get a hold of him. Amen. I met him several years ago at the General Assembly and been so impressed with him and his leadership. And when I heard he was coming here as your pastor, I thought... Great things are coming to Pulaski, and I am so thrilled to see that. And if, if we don't do any good this morning, uh, don't blame the Lord. Blame ain't B. She got up and made ham biscuits this morning, so I'm not too much worth shooting this morning. And uh, as you all know, I was not real fat when I came here, but uh, you talked about the great cooks here. You see, I left, I was fat when I left, and, and I've been increasing on that, so praise the Lord. It is just so good for us to be here this morning. We won't take a lot of time, but uh, Jan's had a couple of knee surgeries. She's not ready for the nursing home yet, but uh, uh, just pray for her this morning. She had one three weeks ago. She tore both meniscus in her knees, so just pray for her. But she's going to still try to sing and play this morning. She felt led of the Lord to sing an old song that says, Through it all. How many of you know through it all we can still trust in Him? Worship with us as we sing this morning. Trust in Jesus. 
trusted Jesus and I've learned to trust in God. How many of you know you're blessed this morning? I think that some of you forgot how blessed you are this morning. Sing it with us. Hallelujah. Oh, I am blessed. I am blessed. Well, I singing songs like this. Not here at Pulaski, but other place I pastored. They come in singing, oh, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. Every day that they live, they're depressed. When they wake up in the morning, till they lay your head to rest. They're depressed. What a mess. They're depressed. And you know, I had a sheriff's deputy in my church and I would ride with him on Friday night sometimes, and we would pick up drunks, and they'd be in the back of the cruiser, Pastor Weaver, and they would sing a happier song than some of the folks I was pastoring. And I'd look at him and I'd say, he's on his way to hell, and he's happier than half the congregation. But I believe if you've been washed in the blood and you're full of the Holy Ghost, you ought to be able to say, I am blessed. When you step out of your seat and say, oh, you are blessed. Shake hands with somebody, you are blessed. Oh, every day that you live, you are blessed. Well, when you wake up in the morning, do you lay your head to rest? Oh, you are blessed. You are blessed. Now sing and testify, oh, I am blessed. I am blessed. Blessed, blessed. I am blessed. Well, You are worthy this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Remain standing. Go with me to Acts chapter 16, if you would. Acts chapter 16. We love you. We praise God for you. So many of you encouraged us. You know, I looked over at the drums, and I remember I saw Mike over there playing the bass. That brings back old memories. And I looked over those drums, and Rhonda's playing the drums, and I remember she tried playing them when she was about two when we were here. But now she's really playing them. But we love you and thank God for you, and I believe the greatest days are yet ahead. Amen. Acts chapter 16 and verse 23. It says, When they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. But at midnight, everybody say midnight. Paul and Silas were praying. Say praying. And look at this. And singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors, everybody say all the doors, were open and everyone, say everyone, chains were loosed. I tell you what, I felt led of the Lord to come by Pulaski to tell you it's time to sing this morning. It doesn't matter what you're going through, but it's time to sing this morning. Would you ask the Lord to have his way this morning as we go into his word? Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for the opportunity of being your house today. God, I confess to you in this congregation, I'm nothing without you or the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask for your anointing upon me, upon every ear to hear the word of the Lord. And we bind the enemy. We take authority over the enemy in the name of Jesus. And we release the power of the Holy Spirit to touch every heart and to touch every life. And Lord, we'll not fail to give you the praise and the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Shake hands with somebody and tell them they're looking good for as old as they are. Praise God. We are all aware that the devil is out to steal, kill, and destroy. How many of you know he wants everything dear to us? The devil wants to take your families. He wants to take your finances. And if he could, he would want to steal your faith. But even more than your stuff, let me tell you what the devil wants to steal more than your stuff. The devil wants to steal your song more than he wants to steal your stuff. What are you talking about, Brother Jarvis? Let me tell you something. Our song has caused more confusion to the kingdom of darkness than anything else. All of hell would come against us and we would be knocked down. But we got back up and we began to sing and the devil hates to hear a child of God begin to sing. And can I tell you right here, even in Pulaski, we've always been known for our anointed singing. Right here in tent meetings, brush harbors, storefronts from East Main to Bob White Boulevard. Can I tell you, this church has always been known for its singing. There was something about it when a child of God, poor, they were persecuted. But when they would begin to sing, people in this community would want what we had because they could not understand 
understand how we could go through everything we were going through, but yet we still had a song in our heart, and it has caused all of hell to hate your song. And I've come by to tell you this morning, the devil wants to take your song. He wants to seal your song. He hates it when you sing. He hates it when you bless God. And let me tell you, nothing has caused more destruction to the kingdom of God than when the children of the living God band together in unity and begin to lift up the name of the Lord and they begin to sing praises to God. It has dealt blow after blow to the devil. And I've come by to tell you this morning, the devil wants to steal your soul, but the Holy Ghost is saying to the Pulaski Church of God, it's not time to quit singing, but it's time to sing like you have never sung before. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap offering of praise. As long as we can keep our song, we'll have hope. How many of you know without hope we can't make it? Paul and Silas, they were beaten, bloodied, bruised, thrown into the inner prison. And they were there because they were preaching the gospel. Realize something. They were there not because they had done anything wrong. They were in prison going through what they were going through, not because they did anything wrong, but because they were doing things right. How many of you know sometimes what we're going through has nothing to do with us doing anything wrong, but because we've been doing something right? And some of you may be suffering not because you've done anything wrong, but because you've done something right, and the devil is trying to steal your song. But they never ask to talk to a lawyer. They begin to talk to the Lord. If we want to keep our hope and if we want to keep our song, how many of you know we've got to have a prayer life? We've got to have a prayer life. In fact, without a prayer life, you won't have much hope and it'll be hard to sing. But look at what the Word of God says. At midnight, they prayed. How many of you can identify with walking the floors at the midnight hour? And you would begin to call out on God. Things were going wrong. But at that midnight hour, you would begin to call out on the Lord. And I know many of you have seen victory after victory, battle after battle that has been won at the midnight hour. And thank God he can answer us in the midnight hour. He can answer us at the midday. Thank God if we'll begin to pray. How many of you know God will hear our prayer and God will answer? Answer our prayer. But this is the part that blows my mind. Many victories have been won at midnight with prayer, but it didn't stop with prayer. God is saying after the interceding, after the agonizing, it's time to sing. Paul and Silas, how many of you know they sure didn't feel like singing? They were in stocks and bonds, and they for all intent purposes thought that by the morning came, they were probably going to be killed. They thought, this is our life's last night upon planet Earth. But we are not going to bellyache. We're not going to complain. But at the midnight hour facing death, the Bible says they begin to sing. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here this morning. You may be in your midnight hour. It looks like an impossible situation, but the Holy Ghost of God is saying to you today, it may look bleak, it may look dark, but it's time to sing. It may look like tomorrow doesn't hold anything good, but the Holy Ghost says to you, it's time to sing, and God can turn it around if you'll begin to sing. Somebody give him praise this morning. 
Many would have hung their heads and they would have quit and they would have given up, but they began to sing. 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6, the Bible tells us that David encouraged himself in the Lord. How many of you know there's times that you won't have somebody to walk with you during those times of darkness? There's times there may not be somebody there to encourage you, but you have got to encourage yourself in the Lord. How many of you had to do that? Potts, I know you've had to do that many times. You've had to encourage yourself in the Lord. You've got to look back where God brought you from and say, God has never let me down yet, and he's not going to start in 2016. There's times you've got to talk to yourself and say, self, I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I am not the tail, but I am the head. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the field. I believe I can do all things through Christ Jesus. How many of you know David had to encourage himself in the Lord many times? David encouraged himself in the Lord, and he found himself time after time on the run being chased by Saul. Saul was wanting to kill him. Not because he did anything wrong, but because he did something right. You know what? David was being pursued by Saul because he was anointed and appointed. Can I tell you something this morning? You may be going through what you're going through not because you've done anything wrong, but because you have been anointed and you have been appointed. David found himself in the cave. He found himself in the wilderness. There's times on the run. But he would encourage himself in the Lord every time he would get in the cave and be being pursued by Saul. He would begin to sing praises unto God. And let me tell you, he would praise God and his praise propelled him from being on the run to going into the palace. He was not being pursued and persecuted because he did anything wrong but because he was anointed and he was appointed. Can I tell you the devil hates an anointed child of God but that's the time to encourage yourself in the Lord and stand flat footed and begin to sing praises unto God. When you begin to sing praises to God, God will hear your prayer and he'll hear your song and he'll turn it around. It's time to sing, Pulaski. Oh, give the Lord a hand clap offering of praise. Paul and Silas started to sing. If y'all are worried, remember I'm a short preacher. I wake up every day a short preacher, praise God. Paul and Silas started to sing. And the Bible says suddenly there was an earthquake. And the foundation of the prison began to shake. You know why the devil don't want you to sing? It's because every time you sing, the foundations of his prison houses start to shake. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here this morning. If you will begin to sing... The prison houses of the devil will begin to shake. They begin to sing, and I like this, and the prisoners 
heard them. The devil doesn't want you to sing because he knows, listen to this, the Bible says when they begin to sing, the foundations of the prison house begin to shake and all the locked doors were open. If you've got some doors you've been trying to see open, if you'll begin to sing, can I tell you, the foundations of the devil's prison house will begin to shake and every door will be open if you'll begin to sing praises unto God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here this morning to tell somebody it's not time to drop your head. It's time to lift up your head and begin to sing praises unto God. It's time to sing and the devil's prison houses will begin to be shaken and all the doors will be opened. Oh, what are you talking about? If you need some doors to be opened, encourage yourself in the Lord. Begin to pray and then begin to sing. And they started singing, and I love this. Not only were all the prison doors opened, but this part says, and everyone's chains were loosed. Are there any chains around Pulaski County? I would just venture to say there's chains of meth and addiction all over this county. There's probably chains of heroin, drug addiction, alcohol, pornography all over Pulaski County in the New River Valley. But you know what? God is saying to Pulaski Church of God this morning, if you'll begin to pray and you'll begin to shake and begin to sing the foundations of the prison house that the devil has built all over the New River Valley will begin to shake and if you'll begin to sing those chains that have been slapped on people some of your family if you'll begin to sing I'm telling you God can set everybody in the New River Valley free from heroin meth if we'll do what we're supposed to do we're to pray and lift up Jesus and to sing in the prison houses of the devil will be broken. Oh, church of the living God, it's not time to let down, but it's time to lift up the Lord and begin to sing praises unto him. Give the Lord a hand clap offering of praise. The devil wants to keep you discouraged. He don't want you to sing. Have you ever noticed how tired you get in church? Have you ever noticed that we can get up on Black Friday at 3 o'clock in the morning and stand in line to save $10 and feel good about it and stay up till supper the next day till you can eat Thanksgiving leftovers? And you're ready to go, store to store. And I'm not going to just leave the ladies out. But when deer season hits, we're not tired anymore. We got to get in that deer stand before the sun comes up. Or we got to hit Clater Lake before the sun comes up. Or we got to go look for the turkey before the sun comes We ain't tired. In fact, we look for 
everything to go in extra innings, baseball, football. We want it to go into overtime. We look for things to go long. We never get tired, but we can't be in church an hour and 15 minutes without getting tired. Are y'all still out there? The devil wants you tired because he don't want you to sing. The devil wants you tired because he don't want to hear your song. He doesn't want you to praise God because when you begin to sing, it shakes the foundations of his prison houses and chains are broken, doors are open. Oh, my God, I want you to know it's time to sing like we have never sung before. I don't know who's going to get elected, but I know Jesus is coming, and it's time to be on fire for God like we've never been on fire one of the greatest revivals hitting America is hitting just a few miles from here right now Dale Barton West Virginia at the regional church of God one of my best friends in the world Pastor Mitch Bias at the regional church of God in Dale Barton you may have seen it on CBN he has been telling me since 1996 that God was sending revival in West Virginia. They formed a commission about revival for West Virginia back in 1996 and they have been praying. Can I tell you, there have been thousands that have been saved. There's not but about 500 people in Dale Barton. They had to move it to Williamson, West Virginia. Almost 2,000 people a night are coming and they're hungry for God. We're living in the last days and can I tell you, I believe God don't want to stop in Dale Barton, West Virginia, but I believe he wants to come across the state line and hit Pulaski County the New River Valley. I believe God wants to send a revival in these last days. But we've got to sing. We can't keep our heads down. We've got to lift our heads up. We are the children of the Most High God. We are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And it's time to sing. 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians chapter 20 verse 22 the Amorites and the Moabites were coming against the people of God. Most of you know this story. Jehoshaphat appointed singers to praise the Lord in the beauty of holiness. You know what the problem is today? We got singers, but they don't know anything about holiness. They think they can go hang out in the clubs on Saturday night and get up and sing praises to God on Sunday morning. How many of you know it's just a bunch of noise to him? But as he appointed singers to praise him in the beauty of holiness, verse 22 says, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22, and when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Verse 24. And when Judah came towards the watchtower and the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. 
and verse 25, and when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoils, can I tell you what happened? Jehoshaphat was outnumbered. He stretched his letter out from Moab and the enemy, the Ammonites, and said, Lord, we're outnumbered. What should I do? And the Lord said, it's time to sing. Put the choir out front. Put the singers out front. And the Lord said, the battle is not yours. The battle is mine. All you got to do is sing. Send them out to sing. And when they began to sing, God sent ambushes against the enemy. You know why the devil don't want you to sing? Because every time you sing, the Lord sends ambushments against the enemy. And the enemy is defeated. But oh, my blessed God, church of God, it is time to sing this morning that God can give us the victory. Oh, somebody give him praise. The devil don't want to be ambushed. And every time you sing, the devil is ambushed. You may say, Dave, it's too hard. It's too dark. Job chapter 35 and verse 10. The man that suffered more than anybody... Not because he did anything wrong. Job suffered because he was doing everything right. How many of you know he was suffering because God had been bragging on him? There's been a few times I said, Lord, if there's any sin in me, I'm repenting. I've repented of stuff I've never done. But Lord, if you're bragging on me and all this is happening, Lord, I'm mighty proud you're bragging on me. But you, you think I can take a whole lot more than I think I can take. Anybody ever been there? But look what Job said. Who suffered more than anybody else, not because he did anything wrong. But because he was doing right, he said, Job 35 and 10, he gives songs in the night. Did you know the Lord can give you not just one song, but he can give you songs in the night. Psalms 42 and verse 8, it said, Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. In the night his song shall be with me. And my prayer unto my God, to the God of my life, can I tell you freedom will begin to come when we begin to sing. Our community needs the Pulaski Church of God to find its song like never before. We're living in the very closing hours before Jesus comes. The Lord is saying, find your song. Or you may have to encourage yourself in the Lord. Somebody may have hurt you, but guess what? If you live long enough, somebody's going to hurt you. But Jesus says, look, Look what they did to me. But I said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I know you've been hurt, but you've got to encourage yourself in the Lord Jesus didn't do it to you. It's time to find your soul and begin to sing praises unto God. Oh, give him a hand clap offering of praise. Weeping may endure for a night. But how many of you believe joy comes in the morning? Don't lose your song. It's time to sing. The other day, Brother Gene, I was driving down the road, and I was flipping across the radio, and I heard a, a later recording of 
A lot of you know who I'm talking about, Holy Lister. One of the old stamps, quartet, singers, plays the piano. If you've got a Gaither video, you've seen Hovey. Hovey's gotten up in years and age, and I heard a recent recording. Pastor Gore, he began to sing an old song. His voice cracked. He had lost some of his range. But I began to weep, and I began to cry as I heard him. I said, well... He's lost some of his range and his voice is cracking, but he never lost his song. Some of you say, well, it's time for the younger ones to sing. No, it's time for every one of us to sing. Only you can sing your song. And how many of you know God wants to hear your song? God wants to hear your song. Coming in on two years ago this summer, Jan started having some difficulties. The doctor sent her for some tests. On the way to the General Assembly in Orlando, Jan's sister had a massive stroke. We had to leave Birmingham, go to Cincinnati. And as we walked in the hospital room, hadn't been there an hour, Pastor. Jan's sister was only 56 years old, had a massive stroke. Her phone rang, and it was her doctor. And her doctor said, I hate to tell you this, but we have found a mass on your brain. Here we stood in a hospital room, couldn't tell her sister. Had to leave the General Assembly early because the doctor said, you've got to get back here. All of a sudden, my world began to crumble. As we left Orlando to drive back to Birmingham where she would have the radiation, the laser cyber knife radiation, and the devil began to laugh at me, saying, your ministry is over. She has got a brain tumor. And my whole world began to crumble. But you know what I began to realize? The devil was just trying to stop this lady from singing. But she's got a little thing to tell you this morning. And she's wanting to give you a little bit of testimony. Even though she's had two knee surgeries and she's got a mass on the brain, she's got something to tell you this morning.
Jesus. Free. 